Sounds good. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the Natalie Wise Woman podcast, where I discuss different topics related to becoming your highest potential. Enjoy this episode. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to this episode of the Natalie Wise Woman podcast. Today, I am joined by Benjo Kotlech. He's a transpersonal psychologist, he's a coach shaman, musician, and medicine man. Uh, Benjo has, for the past 11 years, he has been working with over 5,000 people around the world, helping their them on their healing journey. Um, I'm really excited to have Benjo on this episode. And, you know, we met in Barcelona when I was visiting one of your events uh, last summer, and there seemed to be a very similar energy between us. So that was kind of fun. And uh, he's having uh, retreats all over the world. So you're traveling around, you're located in Spain, and you have been traveled to the UK, to Mexico, to Greece. And I am honored to have Benjo come to Finland for his uh, hosting his first retreat, and that is going to be really, really wonderful. Um, and what I also really like about you is that you kind of call yourself a spiritual comedian, and I really love, you know, to have that kind of uh, lightness and humor in on something that is, you know, healing and illness and mental illness and all these things are very serious topics. Like we should really take those things seriously. But I think we shouldn't take ourselves too seriously. Like we need to remember to have fun and to play and, you know, to, you know, just get that kind of childlike energy out. And I think that's that's so beautiful. Um, so, Benjo, could you tell me a little bit about yourself, your background and you're originally from Chile. So how did you end up in Europe? <laughs> little question. Wow. <laughs> Well, thank you for the invitation and the space to sharing some <clears throat> things about the this path, long path. And yes, I am from Chile. <clears throat> I am in Europe the last seven years and a half. And, and I come in because seven years, in July 2015, I was very sadness for two days. I cannot move of my bed. And nothing helped me in that moment. Even the the knowledge I know about psychology and coaching and even shamanism, nothing helped me in that moment. So I closed my eyes and I decided to visit my soul. So I close my eyes and I go beyond my mind, beyond my emotions, beyond my body, till the moment I was front of my soul. And I say, I don't understand you, man. Why? Since I have a child, I am a child, I have a spirit with the spirits, I have new gifts every single year, new capacities, new gifts, new tools. I don't understand you. 
But in even that, I got to follow you until my last breath in my life. I did a compromise with my soul to follow him. Even I don't understand, I got to follow him. So after five minutes of that compromise, my sadness disappeared. And the first invitation of my soul was Barcelona. That means letting go everything in my country, with my family, with my ex-girlfriend, with my friends, with my work. My first test was letting go everything. After my compromise with my soul. And I wait 30 minutes. I was a little bit shocking, you know, was that's is it strong that your first test soul? My God. <laughs> and I say, okay, I will do it. So after three months, I let it go everything. I came to Spain to study a master and start my life with my hands, without contact, without nothing. So that is the reason I came to follow my soul. Mm -hmm. And yes. Would you say that you had kind of a dark night of the soul in that moment? Um, kind of a wake up to just change directions. And... Well, in some way, it's a it's a it's a beautiful way to 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 observe that. Is yes, the point is was something to change my life for forever. So it's not just the dark side of the soul was the moment to embrace my soul. Mm -hmm. And that is more deep, you know, uh, it's more intense also. And, and without answer, you know, it's like a, in Chile I was transpersonal psychologist, coaching in PL, ontology coaching. I was working in the company doing some formations making workshops, participating in many rituals, the different shamans invite me for my capacities. I have my individual sessions. I was in a very good moment. The, the TV in Chile started to invite me to speak about what I do, you know. It's a very good professional, you know. And I, I let it go everything. Say, no, sorry, I got to follow my soul. <laughs> mm -hmm. And... and uh, so for me, that experience to came to Europe, that beginning, is very particular because when I share my work with the people, it's because I transform my life in every level, you know. It's real because when you are immigrant, when you don't have your family, when you have to deal with the challenge by yourself, and confront the lonely, many birthdays or Christmas or New Year, and support the visions to create this service around the world till the moment to be real, like now. That is a something not easy. Not easy. No. Mm -hmm. So yes, that is my answer about why I came in to Spain. The Europe. And I think it's important when 
when you are helping people to transform their lives, then you have also gone through transformation yourself. So you kind of have walked that path yourself and you know what it's like. So it really comes from your own experience and, and kind of knowledge with. And something very important in that topic you say now is my relation with death. The death, you know? A lot of people I love, they are dying in front of me. My dad, another part of my family. And the dead is a good master about how to embrace the life. And have the, not forget it, we're going to die. You know, for example, the my birthday in a few one month and a half ago, I realized something very stupid, you know, but I want to say now. In 70 years more, no one the people I know will be alive. Me either, you know. It's like a fuck 70 years. What I want to do in my 70 rest of the year. Because the life ask, uh, want, uh, give me the question, Benjo, what are you doing to your life in these 35 years? Think, wow. Why? It's an amazing question, you know. I feel sad. I feel many things to feel at that question. And then I rise to some answer. I did the best I can. I did impossible possible. And I want to create my rest of the 70 years, something unique for the rest of the history of the humanity. <laughs> so I I confirm my love of service. Service the consciousness, service the people. And be more gentle, more pure, and, and inspiring different people. No? So, so in that point you say before, for me the death. Give me all this knowledge about the life and how to embrace the rest, the, every single minute we have. And life, you know. And it, they have the chance to go to your country. It's, it's like for many years, I have the dream to service the Nordic people. And, and I have the patience to magnet, have the energy to that come to me, you know. And then I pitch you, boom. Like, oh, wow. Let's say, okay, this is real. Oh, wow. I, I am the version I never imagined. So that opportunity appears. So that is something beautiful. Yeah. Yes. We can manifest beautiful things and in divine timing, you know, things will fall, fall in its place. I think that's beautiful. And like you said, you know, death is inevitable. And I think it's important to think about like, if I would live my life like I'm living it right now for the rest of my life, would I be happy at my deathbed? Would I be satisfied with the life I've lived? And I think that's, you know, because because so many of us are just like day by day, just kind of walking blindly and not thinking about what we're doing, not thinking about really what's our purpose and 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 not being in our highest alignment and potential. And that's really what this podcast is about to kind of inspire people to find those little things to think about their life, really, that, you know, we 
have this limited time that we are here. And I think it's important to really use that time for, for something really beautiful. Um, so you have kind of been in shamanic training for, for a long time and, and, and also kind of using traditional methods from, from South America and, you know, in these kind of spiritual worlds. So in your experience, what would you say like a person who has some kind of mental illness, like depression or anxiety, and they are not able to get help from doctors and in the Western system, like what would you say that is usually the root cause? I know there's a lot of factors, of course, affecting, you know, mental illness, but do you have some kind of, from your experience, from kind of a spiritual point of view, like what, what, what is really happening in the body if they can get better? That is a very strong question um, to answer every day in a new way, you know? So I'm going to answer in one way today, but tomorrow we'll answer in another way. And, and go on, you know? So with that introduction, I can flow. <laughs> <clears throat> First of all, um, I am very high sensitive since I was a child. And I, since I have four or five years, I have experience with spirits, you know, with the invisible world. From that point of view, and that sensitivity, and I have every single week more and more because I love to be, I love to feel. I discovered some things about the issues of the Western people: depression, anxiety, panic attack. That voice to judge you every day, all the time. And um, I have some elements to to touch to have some different effects. For example, to the more simple to the most complex. Uh, what are you eat? For example, the food. No, the food, the tobacco, the alcohol. If you go to the doctor and you're still eating in every hour without carrying the, the, the rest of your body between one food and another, etc., you are stressing your system. So in that simple point of view, if you change and, um, for example, start to do a, a fasting, 12 hours, 14 hours, 16 hours, 20 hours, and try for two, three, four days. Uh, I love that fasting, for example. Three days, eat, uh, 20 hours of fasting. It's after the third day, is beautiful what happened, you know? That is a very simple way to have an influence to your inner system. And definitely, the, the, the density of your depression and anxiety is not the same. It's not the same. Something is changed. Something moved. So in that level, it's something you can do. Another level is about the relations. The most of the things we are sick is because we don't have healthy relations with ourselves or with the people. For example, when I came to my master project, 
was about the emotional process of, of adaptation to the people, you, outsiders of the country, when they came, and and I discovered a lot of studies of symptoms of depressions the people were from outside, you know, and you can give them appeals to don't feel that, or and that was a beautiful discovery for me. Uh, have new network, new people around you, new relations, and the symptom of depression decrease. That means your relation can give you nutrition or can take your energy. So we have the body, we have the relation. Now I'm going to speak about the spiritual part of it. <laughs> so from a spiritual point of view uh, a frequency point of view um, to the skeptical people when you have a judgment when you judge yourself the brain cannot difference between the real and imaginary things it's the same areas of the brain to activate when you imagine something or when you have the real experience of something. What means that? Your, the judgment, your experience, like something real. So, if you have a voice to judge you all the time, that will affect your system, nervous system, your body, and energetical point of view. You're going to create something a booklet, some a loop, a loop, some a negativity loop, where nothing uh, different of what you say about the the life is a shit, everything is bad, I am depressing, I am a depressive person, the meaning of yourself, I can, I no one can help me, no one can help you, really. Uh, for the last five, seven years, I have more depression, more depression, so I need more pills, more pills, more pills. Obviously, if I came to you, I will not believe you because I'm going to see you in your different perspective, in a different version because we have the capacity to regulate and re uh, have again the balance in our lives. And sometimes the depression is the incapacity to feel the sadness. And sadness is a very powerful emotion to back to you. When you embrace the sadness with dignity, that is the way I call that, experience that with dignity, in the same way you experience the, the happiness, with that dignity, experience the sadness. And give the space to feel the sadness, maybe two, three days. And not escape about that. The sadness is not the same after that. Because you go, go into the sadness. You embrace the sadness. And then the sadness says, okay, I have my place. Now I can move. So the spiritual point of view, accept the things. And let it be the things. Because no, everything is moving. And we also 
receive a lot of beliefs and patterns from our family, education, and countries where belong. We, we absorb that since we was child, and then we add in our lives in automatically <laughs> thinking it's, it's your idea, it's your mood, it's not your mood. Your depression is an expression you cannot adapt to that things because it's going to destroy you. So your depression call you back to you. Your depression saving your life. What? My depression saved my life? Yes. Because something inside of you calling soul call you with the channel of emotion to tell you it's not that direction. Mm -mm. No, come here. Back, 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 back. So in my workshop, in my speech and the rhythm with fire, we give the space to that things. We are, it's not pleasure to feel together. So the wisdom I'm receiving the mountains in Chile, uh, more than training for me, they start to invite me very often because they saw something on me. It was super crazy. It's not because I pay a teacher. No. Hey, Benjo, can you came again? Benjo came. Benjo came. Benjo came. They say, oh, okay. Oh, okay. So was this knowledge choose me. <laughs> This knowledge start to give me things. The mountains, the sacred place I travel in around the world, the people, this ancestral knowledge, this, this path about the four elements, about the temascal, about the fasting, about many things, uh, start to give me some some memories I already have in my body, no? In the end, when the people want to listen to this podcast or wherever we can do in your country or in any place, this world has sense if we know we're going to wake up some memories, some memories about life we have inside of us. It's not, I'm going to teach you something. I am the master. You are the student. No. No, super no. Super no. We're going to wake up the knowledge we have inside of us in a deep level. And when we when we have something we already have, that is medicine. Yes, I think that's really beautiful and I mean, we are the healers of our own lives. I mean, I just released another podcast episode about this, you know, how we really are the gurus and the healers of our own life. And we have everything inside of us that we need. And and that's that's really beautiful, empowering to really realize that. And I want to get back to what you said about depression as well, because, you know, I really believe that our emotions are really important. Like you said, they are signals 
signals to maybe, you know, you are not living your life as you should. So you should thank that. Okay, thank you, anxiety. I know that I'm supposed to, you know, do something else, go in another direction. And also, I really like to look at the way we describe things. So depression, we are depressing something. Just like you said, you have an emotion like sadness that you are not willing to feel. So you're just pressing it down and then it doesn't go away because you are not letting your body feel it. And if you would let yourself feel that sadness for like a couple of days, even you would let yourself like, this is okay. And your cells in your body can feel that. Then that will transmute. And suddenly you'll be like, wow, like, you know, I don't have depression anymore. And of course it's more complicated. Like we have, there are different things. Like you said, like food is of course, like very important. And, and, you know, fasting is something that can be used. I, I still want to say that fasting is something that should be used under the right conditions. So, you know, people should really take time to relax then and, you know, certain, you know, under certain conditions and, and, um, uh, and of course, like your your relationships and everything affects your health, obviously. But there is also a spiritual component to this and kind of letting our emotions, you know, like you said, they are energy. Emotions are just energy, emotion. They are energy and emotion. So it's kind of when we can let go, like it's really amazing when you understand that you can really let go of. of and that's what I have learned when working with plant medicine, because then you really feel that you are letting go of those emotions. Like, oh, my God, I have so much shame inside of me. I didn't know. And then I let that go. And suddenly I'm like, wow, like my body's changing and I'm feeling so much lighter and better. And it's, you know, it's amazing, really, when you start doing the work and, and really working with your emotions, how much you can release and how much we store in our body of stuck energy. So I think that's, that's really important. And I mean, you, you talked about some, some interesting things that have happened to you, like really magical things. And I really believe in magic and, and miracles. And so do you have any examples of people that you have been working with that have gotten like, you know, have been depressed or have had panic attacks or something where they have, just like you have witnessed a miracle. Hmm. Um, something very often <laughs> I start to see now in my work <laughs> is the the will. The will to take your life back to what do you want? You know, one of my worries is increase that feelings of your will. You know, and I have the will to, with my discipline, create something. So people to lose that will, people to forget to have that will back, to choose what they want to heal, they start to use it after my words. They start to trust more of men. They start, start to forgive the dad and mom. They start to change the, the words they have. They start to try to build the dreams they have. And months after, they still write me, thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. And... And, and of course, I know it's 1% of 
or unless I can put 10%, but the 90% is the person, you know. So that, that gratefulness is for themselves when they told me, thank you, Benjo, thank you also. Don't forget it. <laughs> and uh, yes, uh, people with some anxiety or depressions, after this so many years, so many cases, I see people to start to enjoy life because people with anxiety and depression, they forget the pleasure, they forget to enjoy life. And they start to enjoy life. And that for me is a miracle. That is something unique. That for me is magical. They recover in the sensitive to enjoy the, the simple things to trying to love themselves, just trying. They call people of their family, they, for years they didn't, didn't, don't have the capacity to say love you, they start to say love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you everywhere. So it depends on the context. When I work with men in different countries, they, <laughs> they're recovering the capacity to be tenders, to be soft, to be brave in a different way. And the women, uh, they, they, yeah, they start to trust of men. They start to trust of the masculine age. They start to trust of, they don't need to defend anymore. It's not necessary to be defensive mood or try to be someone in the society. The women in my world, they recover the capacity to, to be feminine in your own way, of course. That is the interest, your own unique way to be feminine. So I, I see many things very beautiful and uh, yes, I think, I think the love, what I receive it, and in my work and after weeks and months, even years, that express what happened, you know. It's the I have a simple phrase, look the way someone say hello for you, and you will see what they what they have, what is the impression they have of you. If they say hi or they give you a hug. Or they say, hey, Benjo, Benjo. Or the way they express that hi is the energy they have about you. And I receive a lot of laughing, hug, and beautiful words. So that is the magical. Because they remind me, um, they remind me they're still doing something. They remember the the magic is life. The life is magic. Thank you, Benjo. I think that's really beautiful. And I mean, that's the purpose of retreats, really, that people can come to this kind of space where a retreat can really be a catalyst. So it can kind of like push them out of that 
stuckness and feeling stuck and just like have that community where you can share from your heart and really feel that unconditional love and really have that support with uh with food and with the environment you know disconnect from the world and really be with people that are want to do the same kind of work that you're doing and that's really i think what retreats are for to be that catalyst so when you go home from a retreat you will feel like wow i want to say love you to the people that are around me like and i want to just express myself my creativity and you know so many things wake up you know during retreats and i think that's that's really so beautiful so and you touched also on on kind of I think it's interesting with like women, especially in the Western world uh, and myself included, like have lived in a very masculine energy. And I think that's very common. And like you said, like in your workshops, women actually learn how to use their feminine energy again and kind of be in that. And I just have to be kind of this, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to be in this masculine energy and just like work, work, work and push things. And, you know, so they can kind of soften and, and get into that unique uh, energy. Um, so I want to share, I want to ask you a little bit about your retreats, because there might be someone that's listening that would be interesting, actually interested in joining one of your retreats. So, so you will uh, come to Finland this spring and uh, for a weekend retreat. And, you know, it's going to be really magical. I, I, I believe that. And what can someone expect if uh, they would come on a weekend retreat? future guests if you came <laughs> you will have sense of humor you will laugh in a lot you will have deep conversation you will have the opportunity to release things very deep in you for many years you will have a very warm touch of love for three days. You will have an experience about us, the importance to feel part of the group and not be alone in this life. You will have the, uh, the opportunity to receive the medicines to each one of the people of the group have the same focus of healing and receive that focus, that constellation, that group together. You're going to receive something authentic. Authentic, with respect, with humble, with love, with intensity. Yes, you will you're going to receive something intense, I can say, yes. Yes, yes. Have to recognize that, yes. Uh, you got to receive the love of darkness and light <laughs> and the power of masculine energy, the softness of feminine energy. You got to receive a space to have new questions in your life and maybe new answers you're looking for for many, many years. So in three days, we can do something unique for our lives to remember for the rest of our life. And that is my attitude. <laughs> that 
that's really beautiful. Well, I'm gonna come. Like that's that's for sure. Like it's it's so beautiful to be. It's it's a really special energy when it's a whole group that are doing the same kind of work together. So it kind of creates this really powerful kind of energy for potential, really for change and and to kind of receive all you know some insights about your life and really kind of disconnect from everything that's going on in 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 your life um so something that i want to talk about that is not maybe talked about enough and i think it's really important so these retreats and retreats in general like they can be so magical and like you feel like oh i'm on top of the world and when you go home it's like yeah 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 and then you go back to your own environment and it's like bam you know oh wow you know what am i going to do now i'm not in the same kind of energy and space so so I know you are a big proponent for integration, and that is something that I want to talk about. So what what does integration mean and how what kind of support will a person get after a retreat to integrate the lessons? Because it's yes, it's beautiful when we get insights and oh, my God, I've been living the wrong way and la la la. But then if you don't know how to actually make the changes in your life, so how can people get support with that? That is a very important topic for many years I have. Even I created the, the integration program in Avalon and the therapeutic program in the We Are Avalon. The program you see now about the retreat is I create that program beyond the research they do. So the integration is the bridge between the experience in a retreat and your daily day. That bridge have tools with psychologists and coaches to embrace the learning you have in the retreat and start to building slowly a space of that experience in your inner universe, in your next step, and in your relations. So in the integration, but it's equal importance to the retreat. Equal. If you don't do the integration after a retreat, it's very easy. You are back to your old ways after three weeks. If you do the integration, the day to end the retreat, uh, a week after and a month after, three moments, you will owe something to remind you you did a compromise with yourself, you learning some things with a group, and you have different ways to start to open that new space in your life. For example, with meditation, with the different ways to eat, painting, dancing, even just be simple, not try to understand everything all the time, you have different styles to integrate and you have your own program of integration and you have your own compromise to make that steps after the retreat and the first month is super important to put the focus to integrate because integration is not just about me I going to guide that in the retreat but also it's about your interest your compromise to do something unique to, for your life, you know? For many years, I 
open the space of integration for free. And if I did some activity with 12 people, just free came. And that showed me that compromise with your daily day. That compromise to create the new space of your life after three days. Because it's real. We can change after one big experience or one big choice. You know? And the retreat is a big dosis of remind. You can transform your life now, not tomorrow. So the integration gives you that process to make it real, that transformation. For example, with new inspiration in your mind, new questions, new vision about you, new vision about life. For example, with emotions to appear, I am up and down. I, I am not stable. Yes, it's normal. The first, the week after the retreat is normal, that up and down, for example. And after that week, you will see it's normal. Then you back to your stable mood. Or you, you, you can see, damn, I really like this person. Or I really don't like this relation with my life. Wait after a month to take a decision. First, complete your integration before to take a big change or big decisions. If you have a long relationship or you are in a work, the integration gives you the space to wait. Integrate your learning, integrate, give a space to what you have, what was the experience that is retreat, and after that. Maybe you will broke up or maybe you want to change your work, but give you the space to learn, to understood, to embrace the knowledge you received for three days. Because some people I saw different place after a retreat, they want to in in a very impulsive mood, want to change everything without process. You know, now I changed my word, I broke up, I travel, I am beloved with a new person. Everything in 24 hours. What is that, man? No. No, 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 no. Be careful. Be careful. All the opposite. You start to need every month or every two months, go to a retreat and retreats and retreats. And don't do the process of integration. So if you do a, a well-done process of integration, you can one time in your life very pre uh, the only thing we cannot never back is time. So integration is a way to use that time in a very conscious way in your daily day. Because the ceremony is life. Yes, I think that's that's really beautiful to kind of have that opportunity to, I mean, we should take charge now of our lives, not tomorrow, not in a week, but now we can change our lives and really, you know, 
release whatever is needed to invite in our highest potential. And I think that's, that's something like we talked about before, you know, we have a short life and we want to make the best out of it. And I think that's, that's really, really beautiful. And I, I think that's really important as well with the not making too big of a changes. I, I remember when I, I was at a retreat in, in, uh, with Soltara, they told us actually that we should not make any big life uh, life decisions three months after the, so wait for three months before you do any radical changes. And I think that's good because it needs a process. Your your mind and your body needs to also kind of be in sync with that and not just everything in one day, but kind of slowly make changes. So, I mean, but integration is a process and, you know, and uh, if someone would come, for example, to this retreat in Finland, they would have access to you after the retreat, right? So if something comes up a week after and they feel like they want to talk about it, you're a psychologist and a coach, so they could then contact you and and get help with that, right? Yes, that is the space we're going to give, the, the group space, the day, the day we end the retreat. It's an integration of what happened the three days with everything very recently and then the week after another zoom call with everyone and a month after that is the three groups moment you can express you can sharing and of course if you feel something overwhelming and you need to speak with me okay and that is the things also so i can give you the space to integrate but if you want to go more deep, maybe you're, you will need your own process, personal process for your own feelings, because it's not the infinite, the space of integration, you know, some a specific space. And if you want to go more deep, well, we, we can speak about that. And maybe you will need your own process for your personal approach. And that is the compromise with yourself, you know, because I cannot be doing integration for four months every single week for every person to participate in the retreat. I can do in the first month, give this space, this is the setting you can use. And if you want to go more deep, it's another conversation, you know, because it's important that uh, some, sometimes the retreat is just the beginning not the end. Yes, that's that's very nice. And yeah, I just want people to know that they will be supported. Like there is, yeah. you know, it's really important for us and for you to, to not leave people alone with those kind no. of feelings, but really take care of them. And that, I think that's the ethical approach as well when, when yeah. you know, doing this kind of really transformational work people need to have security that if you know if they need help then that's and just need to talk to someone and i mean that's also beautiful when you create a little family kind of uh in the community so then you can kind of discuss with each other and kind of share share whatever's going on and i think that's really beautiful as well so i mean um i'm at least really really excited and I mean, if someone is interested to joining uh, the retreat, there will be a link in the description so they can join from there and they can also email me at info that, uh, at nataliewisewoman.com if they're interested and ask more about the retreat. It will be in the be- beautiful nature in Finland and really kind of isolated 
uh, from all the chaotic uh, city life and really just embrace nature and, and, you know, just relax and have an all-inclusive experience where, you know, you get the nourishing foods, foods like you talked about, that the food is so important, you know, everything that kind of feeds your soul and your body. And then you have the support from the community. Like you said, we need the people around us. And then we also have the spiritual part where we kind of get to release those emotions that we have maybe not felt for a long time. So it's all of those things coming together. And that's really kind of a catalyst for for transformation. So I mean, anyone who's ready to transform their their life, I, I really, I really hope to see you there. And, and you know, we will handpick these people. So they are a fit for for the retreat. So so contact us if you are interested, and then we'll get in touch. Touch for that. Is there something else like a message you want to give, give to the people? Uh, uh... If I go to Thailand, it's because I want to service that land. Because for me, every country is something alive with consciousness, with some memories, with some emotion, with some personality. And my last message is: I go, I will, I will go to Finland to service the consciousness of that country, to service the three service the no the snow service the river service the mountain service the nature there Aho. thank you i'm really honored to have you come to finland and and service you know the country so let's you know bring bring some light into the country into the world and you know get people really to see that they can heal themselves and become their highest potential because nothing is more beautiful than people realizing their potential and what they have really to bring to the world. And, and, you know, I really wish to see that transformation in people. So thank you guys for listening and thank you, Banjo, for joining me, answering some questions. And if someone has more questions, they can contact you on Instagram. You're uh, at Banjo coach, right? And or me at, at Natalie Weisbuman or my email uh, info at NatalieWeisbuman.com. So please, please contact if you are, have any questions and hope to see some of you guys at the retreat. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Sounds good.